Hello, it's Alice Arnold here. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. This week in the studio, I'm chatting to the man who knows everything there is to know about London theatre. It's Julian Bird. I've got my regular guest in the studio today, Julian Bird, the Chief Executive of the Society of London Theatre. I always start by saying that. It Absolutely. Just means, you just means he knows everything, what's, <laughs> what is on at the theatre, don't you? And we're going to talk about sort of the autumn and into Christmas season because Great. that's that's what's ahead of us. Time of lots and of new theatre in London. I, well, it is. So, well, let's start with what actually we've just been talking about before we turned our microphones on, which was company, because we were both at the press night last week. Yes. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was one of the tightest, slickest, cleverest productions that, that I've seen in a long time. Absolutely. And so for those who are unfamiliar, this is sort of one of Stephen Sondheim's masterpieces and for the first time, they've turned the lead character from a man into a woman. And so lots of the other characters have had to change and he's rewritten some lyrics and all sorts of things. And it's really about uh, one lady who is sort of in her mid-30s and uh, still hasn't found someone to settle down with. And it's about all the people in her life, her ex-boyfriends, kind of her friends who are married or engaged, and sort of the interplay between all of this group of characters, really. And it's interesting because there's big controversy about... Well, lots of discussion about changing because Bobby, the, the the lead person, is often played is 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 known to be a man in the original production, and now is played by Rosalie Craig brilliantly. Um, he's a woman, but there's another change that most people don't seem to talk about very much, which was that I think she's called Amy in the original part is now Jamie and is played by a man, and it means that we have a gay couple. Absolutely. Um, who and he famously sings the song "I'm Not Getting Married Today." Um, which, of course, you could only do yeah. since... So since, Johnny, since Johnny Bailey will be well-known to some people, uh, from particularly from Broadchurch on television, mm. where he played the kind of journalist in that for all the series. Um, and is an extraordinary stage actor. I don't think a lot of people knew he could sing, but uh, he's done some other... He done the, did the last five years in London last year. And he's a real talent, and I have to say, he he completely shines in this. I oh, mean, he really he is does. Hysterical. We won't say too much about what happens, but no. he's absolutely brilliant. And um, you know, if if he's not in award contention next year, as a lot of the others will be, I, I will mm. be very surprised. So that's a company which I could go on about. Wax lyrical yeah, the about Gilgood it for Theater, a long time. Really sensational. Mm. What other musicals? What other new new musicals are, are coming in for? There's, for there's rather less um, probably big new musicals. Um, obviously, this thing called the band is coming in, which is uh, based on the music of. Um, take that you may remember that gary barlow did a sort of casting program on the bbc maybe over a year ago 18 months ago yes. and they found five boys and it's sort of a story of a band and of course it's got all the music of take that in it um it's actually the story of five girls actually who kind of obsess about this band and then the band come into it as well um and it's called the band <laughs> uh, that's at the theatre Royal haymarket and then you know um, you know this christmas is the last chance to see some big shows that are on in the west end you know kinky boots yes, 42nd closing. street yeah. dream girls um bat out of hell actually all close in early january so this christmas is their last big season if you like as mm. well 
So if you haven't seen those shows before, then get out and see them now for a great Christmas Absolutely. Treat. And then, of course, you know, we've got the, the, uh, the Palladium Pantomime returning. I was returning. going to ask you about the Palladium Pantomime. Tell me about the Palladium Pantomime this so year. So this is the, the, the third year, if you like, of, of Pantomime back at the Palladium. Been a huge success the last two years. Uh, and Julian Clary is back once again and playing the man in the mirror. And uh, and I guess topping the bill with Julian is Dawn French playing the Wicked Queen. So so and the pantomime is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Um, but the some of the other regulars are back. So Paul Zerdin is back with Sam. You know he's the, the, the ventriloquist who won America's Got Talent, but is actually a Brit. Nigel Havers is back. Uh, Gary Wilmot is back playing the Dame. Um, so uh, and 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 of course. Uh, seven, um, I think we can call them dwarves. I mean, that's the, the title of the show as well, which will be, uh, is a real kind of tradition at pantomime. Um, and, well, I can't wait to see it. No. It was sensational last yeah, year. Well, I didn't so, see it last year, but I know it's a Very rarely a laugh as much hit. as I do on that evening. Okay. So it's very, very um, good. And is it suitable for children? Yes, Julian, absolutely. Does Julian you know, the best pantomime, in, Clary, the best pantomimes, I, mean, I think, are, <laughs> indeed, the best pantomimes are sort of pitched whereby children get something from it, but often the, the, be, the best jokes go over their heads and the adults yes. get it. So, And, and this, is, uh, uh, this is that that kind of show. And talking of kids, um, for kids, we've got uh, David Walliam's Awful Auntie. That's yes, at the absolutely. Bloomsbury. That'll yeah. be very popular. All so the this kids follows the sort of books. run of David Walliam's amazing books, which have mm. mostly now been turned into a stage adaptation. So, of course, we had Gangster Granny over the summer in August, which was a huge hit. Mm. So this is the, ne- the next one, if you like, in his series. That's right. And also, I suppose, if you want to be a little more cultured for your children, not that David Williams not cultured, he's culture of the future, but culture of the past. We've got two versions of A Christmas Carol. We've got Simon Callow, one-man yes, show. It's extraordinary, one-man. If you've theater. never seen it, it's sensational. And yeah. that's, he has done that before. He has but, done it before, yeah. And then there's also A Christmas Carol at the Old Vic. Yes, which is actually a return of that, from its huge success last year um, and is the most extraordinary, wonderful night in the theatre, incredibly atmospheric, includes a few little sing-along carols and things like that. It's a, it's a really heartwarming family night Christmas in the theatre. Really Christmas night hmm. out. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And the other Chris, very Christmassy thing, Joe Brand and Danny Dyer coming into London for the yes, musical for Nativity, the, the, which nativity. I didn't know anything about really. So but you might remember the Nativity movies. And yes. So it was done for a very, very short run last year to try it out. And it's coming back, yeah, to the... I think it's called, I, I always call it the Hammersmith of Follow. I now believe it's called the no. Eventim in Hammersmith. I read that, I thought, where is All of us of a certain age know the Hammersmith I, Apollo. I was going to say uh, the Hammersmith Apollo, and then it says Eventim, you're so, right, and it says Eventim. It's a full musical, um, yeah, and with some and special guests for Christmas. Well. It's a huge theatre as well. It's a huge theatre, yeah. Mainly it still does music there, actually, but there is some theatre in there. Many years ago, yes, uh, I think I saw Cliff, Cliff Richard, Richard did Heathcliff in there, I and uh, Philip Schofield did Doctor Doolittle, and, and various other things. I saw, so. I saw the Heathcliff. Um, yes, yes. So that, that's that uh, venue anyway. If we have to touch on, which maybe we don't, but I was really sad that the the musical Sylvia mm. at the Old Vic, and I went to see a preview of it, and I thought mm, it's it's not ready, but there are bits of it that are absolutely fantastic. And it didn't open in the end. Do you think there's a chance it's going to come back? Or I mean, they that's were plagued by illness with the cast. And that's what they're all... saying. Yeah, so this was the musical about um, Emily Pankhurst and her daughter Emily, so about the suffragette movement, hence why it was called Sylvia. Extraordinary cast in it. And um, the lead actress playing Sylvia got suddenly got very ill and they had to parachute the understudy in, who, of course, because the show was only opening, hadn't hadn't 
prepared to be the understudy yet. And then there was some other cast illness, et cetera, et cetera. And it was sort of a catalogue of one thing after another. So they ended up running for, you know, for um, three or four weeks, three weeks, um, in a sort of semi-staged, mm. not full production. Um, but you I could went, see there were bits of I it. went and you could see there were elements the of it which of were, would make a sensational show. And amazing. You know, Matthew Warchus, who's... Um, the artistic director at the old Vic. People will know him from being the director of Matilda, amongst lots of other mm. things. You know, he has he has very publicly said, you know, they plan to do more with it and, and it and it will make a return. I don't know whether whether the return will be at the old Vic or another venue, but um there's clearly something in it, you know, and uh, Beverly Knight, um, who everyone will know, was quite extraordinary in it as well, playing Emily Pankhurst, mm. Sylvia's mother. A couple of sensational songs. So, yeah, I mean, I for one hope it makes a, a return. Yeah, I think it just needs needs some more work. And, yes, and, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, hopefully we'll see it. Now, if so we've talked about sort of where you might, you know, the the, the family night out for Christmas or yeah, whatever. I mean, I, we think. should just say for families, you know, War Horse returns to the National f- just oh, for a it? special Christmas season, kind of commemorating World War One and the, the centenary. Um, and actually, uh, talking about National Theatre Productions returning, you know, Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, you know, comes back into London, into the Piccadilly. So, two, if you've never seen them, you know, two of our best productions from the last 10, mm. 15 years ever from British theatre are back in London for Christmas. It's interesting that that sort of bringing back the safe production. Well, not they're not safe, but we know they're good. They know trusted. they're going to sell. Trusted. Yeah, trusted, that's, I that's think. The word. Yeah, I mean, they're both enormous productions, huge casts in both. Um, as I always say, sort of plays done on a musical scale, done on that epic kind of mm. scale that only really the National Theatre or the RSC or someone could probably would take a risk on. But they're both fantastic. And talking of, of plays and, and, and straight theatre, the, the Pinter season is continuing at the Harold Pinter Theatre. That, there were lots of different pieces changing all the time there. Yes, that's right. So they have, um, you know, evenings. I think there's five evenings in total. They all sort of run in rep, so one and two are just coming to a can close and then evenings three and four start up all with the kind of amazing star cast yes in all I of know them. it's incredible and, cast uh, it's, so this is pinned to sort of one act plays or his short bits of material so rather than the full length evenings um, I was privileged to go to the gala night um, celebrating his birthday where they had everybody there it was absolutely fantastic I mean you know the season's one of those things that very, very rarely happens and how wonderful, you know, to see mm. it. I mean, the other, the I would say as well as that, you know, the other big new play or rather two plays of the season is The Inheritance, which is in two parts. It tried out at the Young Vic's, now at the Noel Coward Theatre. And it is this, I mean, I can't recommend it enough. It's a sensational kind of two-part telling uh, about a group of friends, extended group of friends, and sort of their whole journey through life. Um, is this like Harry Potter? Have you got to go to both of them? You don't have to, but you 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 don't have to buy both parts together. You can go try part one, I guess, and then part two. I mean, they encourage you to see both because it tells the whole story. But they are separate. But would as they well. stand alone as well? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. could you part see one part two before part one? Part one? Oh, oh, how I would that work? About that. No, I think you probably need to see them in order if I think about okay. it. But you could see part one and not, I guess, and not two. I'm sure the producers will want to kill me for saying yeah. that because <laughs> you know, the aim is you see the whole thing. But it's about this extended group um, of uh, people um, and you know their difficulties. It touches on the whole AIDS crisis in the 80s. Um, and I mean, it's it's utterly spellbinding. Okay, well, that's a strong recommendation. So, um, you know, that, and that's that's just opened as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what would be your top pick? Oh. Have you got one? Are you allowed uh, to say? Not allowed to say You're normally. I mean, I would say, you know, uh, you know, a lot of the things we've talked about are selling incredibly strongly. And, you know, Christmas is the busiest time in London, busiest time in London theatre. 
Um, and we've got a, a you know range of amazing productions mm. coming. And and then, as I said, a lot of them are playing their sort of last season, if you like. Uh, and then come the spring, we've got a huge number of new shows yes, to come, so which I'm sure we'll talk about coming, another time. Yeah, but, so everything uh, will be coming to fill those theatres where we've had Dreamgirls, where we've had 42nd, we've had those shows for much. a long time in those theatres. And a lot and of new exciting new things coming in, yeah. so, you know, in sort of February and March. So a lot of excitement to come, but a lot, a lot this Christmas as well. Yeah. Well, that's lots to look forward to, then. As ever. Yes, as always, the West End, or the West London theatres are as healthy as they've ever been. Absolutely. And, and, you know, let's not forget about all the regional theatres, all the theatres around London as well. You know, Christmas season is pantomime well, season and, um, you know, it's the lifeblood of most theatres in the UK. You know, it brings new audiences, brings youngsters in. Um, and I always think with pantomime, the amazing thing is to see whole generations of a family sitting together, you know, grandparents, yeah. parents, children, you know, godchildren, stepchildren, everything. And yes. that's what's so wonderful about it. We and went a extended couple of years groups, ago you know. with our nephews and American relatives, who I have to say were a little bemused. L- little bamboozled, yes, I've done the same. Stoke, yes. And they were a little befuddled exactly. by it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Someone but no, once said right. to me, I think you think British people somehow grow up, you come out of your mother's womb or whatever, somehow intrinsically knowing what to shout out to at the pantomime when you go. You. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no one ever really tells you, but you just sort of know. Yeah. So, uh, and Americans find this very confusing. So. They find the whole thing confusing. <laughs> then, yes, but anyway, um, Julian, thank you so much Pleasure. again for coming in. And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you in the spring about the new production. Absolutely. Thanks very much. Thank I'm Alice Arnold, and that was the Musicals and Theatre Podcast. If you enjoyed that, then you can hear me every Saturday and Sunday morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic, where I have lots of lovely, timeless, relaxing classics, musical numbers and interviews. Music